Hi, and thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. I am Michelle Ferguson, as always, helping you to discover, develop, and celebrate who God has created you to be. Today, I wanted to talk about uh, a subject that I've been ministering on at my home church for a while. It's called Free to Be Me. And, you know, one of the things that Jesus died to give us was the freedom to be who he called us to be. And there are so many of us who are living a life below what God created us to have simply because we're not really truly being ourselves. Sometimes we get caught up in this idea and get defined by things that really have no business defining us. There are so many people who have limits in their life based on their past, based on what someone else has said to them, based on how they feel based on their level of education, based on their family background. And I'm here to tell you today that when Jesus died, he did not give that right to define you to any other situation, any other circumstance. It's all about the word of God. James 1 talks about uh, basically a man uh, being a doer of the word of God, not just hearing the word of God, but doing the word of God. It's one thing to hear the word and put yourself in position to hear the word. Kudos for that. That is a blessing. But it's more important that you become a doer of the word. The Bible likened that to a man uh, looking at himself in the mirror. And one of the interesting things I I find about this subject is that, you know, one of the ways that we need to make sure that we get a hold to in order for us to really be who God created us to be and thus have what God created us to have and have the impact that God created us to have is for us to understand our core. Number one, we are a spirit, we possess a soul, and we live in a body. I'm going to say it again. We are a spirit, we live in a body, and we possess a soul. You're like, well, you know, why does that matter? It matters because if you allow your true self to be identified by your soul or by your body, you're missing the mark. The Bible talks about that we are created in the image and likeness of God. John chapter 4 talks about God is a spirit. And in order for us to worship him, we must worship him in spirit and in truth. Well, if God is a spirit, then you are a spirit. It's interesting because even when we leave this body, you know, the Bible talks about that we don't have to grieve as others who have no hope. Why? Because even if your body dies, your spirit lives on in eternity based on your choices, heaven or hell. Well, the spirit can exist without the body, but the body cannot exist without the spirit. The moment your spirit leaves your body, your body has no more life in it. Again, just showing you that you are a spirit, you possess a soul, and you live in a body. Well, it's kind of like this. You know, your body oftentimes, you know, it can be touched. Someone can actually grab you, hug you, you know, touch you, whatever. Um, your soul can be touched by what you hear, by what you see, by what you take in. But then the question becomes, if the true me is a spirit, how is me touched? Well, I want to submit this to you today in this podcast. And I'm going to talk about this subject over the next couple podcasts. I want to encourage you to stay hooked up because there's no way for me to address it all in one. But it's such an important topic. Well, the spirit is only touched by the word of God. You know, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing, not having heard. One of the reasons why is because in order for you to grow and develop, you got to feed your spirit. And the spirit is touched by the word of God. For example, when you look at um, 
at our physical bodies. We have learned to trust the mirror to tell us who we are, how we look, or how things are going. For example, if you get in front of a mirror today and the mirror tells you that you have something in your nose, you're going to clean your nose, hopefully. If the mirror tells you that you have a hair out of place, you're going to fix the hair. If the mirror tells you that you need to change your clothes because you're not matching, guess what? Chances are you're going to change your clothes. Why? Because we have learned to trust a mirror. Interesting thing about it is that you have actually never seen your face with your own eyes. Your eyes have never been able to pop out and turn around and get a very clear view of your face. You're trusting some reflection to show you what your face looks like. Well, likewise, the Word of God is a mirror to your spirit. So when you're really trying to see who you are, it's not about what he said. It's not about what she said. It's not about the diplomas or things you have on the wall or the car that you drive, how much money you have in the bank account. No, if you want to know who you truly are, you have to look into the mirror of the Word of God. And the interesting thing is, is that when you recognize that you are truly defining, you find your purpose in the Word of God, it'll actually set you free. But but in order for it to set you free, you got to believe the word of God just like you believe that mirror. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. You know, that's really interesting. Now that I'm a parent, you know, I've got a, a little baby boy at home and my life has totally changed and my perspectives have changed. And, you know, sometimes when I'm holding my son, I'm just telling him, I'm sure he's probably like, mom, shut up already. But I just continue to tell him how much I love him and I'll always be in his corner. There's nothing that he can do that can change that. Lucas will always be loved by his mother. It's not dependent on performance. It's not dependent upon how he looks or, you know, any of that kind of stuff. He's mine and I love him forever. Well, God still has the same feelings for us. And in fact, the reason why it's impossible to please him without faith is in order for you to really walk in what he has, you've got to learn to trust him like you trust that mirror. And some people say, well, you know, I'm just not born with faith. I just, you know, I'm not a spiritual person. I'm not a religious person. I just don't have the ability. That's a lie. Because every time you get into your car, you're operating in faith. Every time you sit down in a chair, you're operating in faith. What do I mean by that? You trust and believe that that chair is going to hold you up. So that's why you go in your office or you go in your sofa or you sit in your car and you're not worrying about falling on the ground because you've released faith in that chair's ability to hold you up. Well, likewise, what God wants us to do is learn to release faith in his word, to get in his word enough so that we trust what he says about us. Why? So that you can walk in what he has for you to walk in. If you're not in agreement with the word of God, how can you have what the word of God says about you? Because after all, listen, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 talks about that we are a new creature created in Christ. If you read in 1 Peter, it talks about we are a chosen generation. It talks about that uh, in 1 Corinthians that we are bought with a price and God does not get ripped off. All of these things of value that Jesus died to give us, it's important that we have to believe the word of God above what our feelings, what our circumstance, what our world tells us to be. Why? Because you will never rise above what you believe about yourself. You will never be able to receive from God to a level above what you have accepted to be true concerning yourself. 
I am convinced that this is so many people's core issue. You know, you run into people who love God, but they continually make bad decisions or they continually live below where he's called them to live. And I'm convinced it starts here. There's a reason why God started with our identity. Jesus died to take you from being a sinner to being restored. Second Corinthians talks about he gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Meaning when Jesus came, he didn't just come to, you know, put a good story in a book. He came to reconcile us back to who God created us to be. And that is who you truly are. So the first thing you need to recognize and that you need to accept is that you are who God created you to be, not who you may have become as a result of circumstances or situations. This is your year of restoration. And God wants to first start back with the fact that you are the righteousness of God when you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. The Bible says, even when you repent of your sins, that he'll remember your sin no more. As far as from the east is from the west, meaning I'm not defined by that. And so I want to encourage you to, as you're walking through your life, as you're walking through your day, as you're walking through this week, thank the Lord that you are so much more than what your spirit and your senses, uh, that your, what your body and your senses may tell you that you are. Learn to look into the mirror of the word of God and discover who the true you is. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I want to encourage you to log on to michelleferguson.org. There are some full-length messages for you to uh, listen to, as well as we have an e-store, as well as some other information. I also want to encourage you to join up with us on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We want to encourage you to be a part of the ministry. As always, I am Michelle Ferguson, helping you to, develop, uh, to discover, develop, and celebrate who God's created you to be. I'm so excited about what you will accomplish in God. See you next time.